Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3 with Adrian Abraham and Lindley Fu. Time now for Why It Matters and a new property sentiment study in Singapore shows Singaporeans being cautious about buying a home. More than half of the 1,000 people polled say they are re-evaluating plans and may defer their purchase till property prices stabilise and inflation drops. That's right, Adrian. 24% of Singaporeans will forgo plans to buy entirely. That's according to the Property Guru poll. Nearly 4 in 10 Singaporeans also felt priced out of the market for the second half of 2022, compared with 25% who felt somewhat or definitely unable to buy a property in the first six months of the year. Now let's delve further into some of these findings from Property Guru's latest report on consumer sentiment for the first half of 2023 based on the poll carried out in November 2022. Joining us on the line to share his insights on the matter is Desmond Sim, CEO, Edmund Tai and Company. Good morning. Morning, Adrian. Morning, Lindley. Thanks for having me on. Good morning, Desmond. Amongst some of the key findings in that uh, property guru poll is that more Singaporeans are re-evaluating their plans to buy a property. And for those who are looking to buy, 31% are now considering BTO flats, nearly double the figure for the same January to June period in 2022. What do you make of all these numbers and uh, sentiment? If this is a sign that buyers are regaining confidence in the BTO market, why is that so? Well, I think it's couple of factors. I think, um, of course, now the market in the private market, we are plagued with high inflation, high interest rates. You know, property prices have also risen quite a fair bit over the last um, 24 to 36 months. BTO market um, was something that was really affected during the COVID period, especially with the lengthened delivery dates. That has been addressed and um, a lot of resources from government has been basically refocused and redirected to fulfilling this BTO um, estate. So I think, um, first thing, BTO remains relatively affordable, Mm -hmm. depending on which location you're getting at. And of course, there's always this notion that um, if you get a BTO, you um, accomplish your minimum occupation period, there is always a chance of getting capital appreciation. As historically, um, data has has, shown that people do make money after they finish their obligations from living in a BTO. I want to look at another key finding from the property group poll. Only one third of those polled agree that the latest cooling measures have successfully promoted a stable and sustainable property market. I mean, this seems to indicate that Singaporeans feel more can be done. I mean, do you expect more cooling measures to be introduced in the near future? Well, I think that's the million-dollar question, you know, and the, the key thing is that um, Singapore is already quite heavily measured with a lot of measures coming in from um, to curb speculation, to curb excessive gearing, to curb investment, excessive investment. So I think um, even as we speak, we just had a revision, not a cooling measure, but a revision of the tax regime as um, presented by DPM Lawrence Wong on Valentine's Day. So that's <laughs> Still, the market is still letting the dust settle on that. And at the same time, I'm sure the um, authorities are also um, keeping a close watch on the numbers, on um, how the prices are going and all that. And to them, um, they need time and to basically get data. So um, if, if the data seems to um, indicate otherwise, I won't be surprised that they might be tempted to introduce cooling measures if it tends to go unarrested. Desmond, the current high interest rate environment has really shaped Singaporeans' preference for housing loan types, with more opting to take on HDB loans at 
2.6% interest rate, which are substantially below the effective rates of the loans from other financial institutions. What is your outlook on these interest rates, in particular for HDB home loans? Well, um, if you look, um, the reason why the HDB home rates um, are significantly lower because they are usually mirroring um, the CPF rates at 2.5. So I think um, from what's going on in the um, economy, in, in the market, if you are on a private home loan, you are already expecting in the region of 4% because we are quite packed um, to the um, Fed rates in the US. Mm. You know, so at, at the same time, I think um, you know, they are keeping watch to keep um, the HDB loan rates to be relatively affordable. I won't be surprised um, if the market pressures them, they might it upwards a little bit, but um, that's where um, going to the HDB um, loan sector provided by the government would still keep the affordability rate reasonable. Just when we thought the worst was mm-hmm. over, according to industry experts, property prices are likely to rise further because the market is in a state of undersupply. It's going to take years to boost supply, according to them. This, even with the launches of multiple properties around Singapore. Now, Desmond, are you of the same opinion? Are the majority still going to be priced out of moves? Well, I take a slightly different view from that. I do agree that um, property prices um, are likely to rise further, but I think the pace of growth will definitely slow down. And as the key thing is that if you're looking at the private property market, certain benchmarks has been set, especially in the suburbs, right, where um, 2,000 per square foot seems to be the, the key number. And that benchmark will basically cause the other region, especially those that are closer to the city centre, to um, realize their location attributes, they would definitely play a catch-up, right? And that will basically cause the, um, what we call the continued rise, albeit slower in the property price. But at the same time, I think a lot of buyers will be spoiled for choices because uh, at the end, end of the day, if you look a quick count, there's probably just... Um, around 12,000 new units to be released in 2023 alone for private market. So I think that there is not a supply or um, demand imbalance. Demand was strong in the low interest rates period, but um, supply was relatively tight. That's why we saw the take-up tend to be um, higher than the number of unit launches over the last 12 to 24 months. Going forward, I think we're going to have see a large number of units being launched into the market, as I mentioned, around 12,000. And we are seeing um, how it tends to wrestle with the demand that is being packed down by the new um, tax regimes and the, all the measures that we have mentioned. We're speaking with Desmond Sim, CEO of Edmund Thai and Company. Desmond... No, when do you foresee the first signs of a move towards it being a bias market? Technically speaking, a bias market is basically when the supply basically exceeds the demand, mm-hmm. then um, no, you don't have the um, ability to raise prices anymore mm-hmm. because um, the take-up rate is not that great. I think um, what we're going to see this year, um, we don't, we're not going to see a bias market despite the, the large um, number of um, developments going in because um, at the end of the day, um, we expect prices to be relatively stable or basically to stabilise. Mm-hmm. This is due to the 
the fact that um, despite the large number of units coming in, the developers of these units, they are plagued with high construction costs, high labor costs, and of course, high land costs. So definitely, um, we see uh, we do not expect to see swing towards the buyer's market out there. But I think going forward, if the numbers tend to dwindle, then maybe it will favor the buyers. Plenty of findings from this report, but what are some of the other trends that really stood out to you? Well, I think um, from the report, it's not surprising to see the key trends. But I think one thing we have to take, take off from there is that this report was actually conducted in end November. And that's before Valentine's Day. Mm. So I think uh, I do not want to be a wet blanket or something like <laughs> that. No, I think with some of the knee-jerk reactions that we are observing in the market, the sentiments uh, might change. And the key thing is that sentiments is a matter of timing. It's a matter of who you poll and at which point in time you poll. So I think... Um, it's not surprising. Nothing sticks out like a sore thumb. I think um, with all the barriers um, coming in from global economy, coming in from high interest rates, mm-hmm. I think we are already expected sentiments to be a, a little bit lackluster. Desmond, before we let you go, we want to get your thoughts on the commercial property sector. We are seeing strong performance in Singapore's office market. Is this likely to continue given the recent wave of retrenchments in the tech sector? And what are the factors that will likely impact demand in this space? Well, I think, yes, um, tech was a bet that we um, didn't pay out that much. So tech was the sector that was driving demand, taking up a lot of space. However, no, over the last um, year or so, we saw um, the fortunes have turned. Uh, mm. And um, what is happening in the market now, the performance is still relatively strong because of the strong performance um, post-COVID. Um, we are seeing very tight vacancy in the CBD um, grade A market. Um, the key reason is also because supply has also been um, what we call limited. Though there are no, no buildings and very limited new buildings in the market and most of the new buildings that's coming online um, for 2023 and beyond is actually off the city centre. So at the end of the day, uh, what we're seeing in the market is that tech may be doing their right sizing. They might mm-hmm. give up space or two. The shadow space or the secondary space that's being created is be heavily being marketed out there. You know, um, for people you know, take up um, what has been given up um, but for the from a landlord's point of view it is still um, fully occupied what are the trends coming i think um we were we are seeing a lot of inquiries you know um, from overseas trying to set up uh, an office here we have already seen how um positive demand came from the family offices mm-hmm. right um we are seeing um chinese not tech but chinese financial services um you know, making inquiries to come in here but at the end of the day um they want a quality building and most of the quality buildings in Singapore are actually quite tight in terms of vacancy. So they are still putting their inquiries through. So at the end of the day, um, what we're saying is that probably in the next 6 to 12 months, um, we will see the market stabilising despite the bad news coming from the tech sector. Um, the, the good thing in the market is that um, pipeline remains limited. So um, we do not see an oversupply situation stemming off lower demand, what we're seeing from the tech sector. And we've been speaking to Desmond Sim, CEO of Edmund Thai and Company on current property sentiments in Singapore. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.